We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are... The fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. <laughs> yeah, the smirk. Uh, wonderful to have you guys with us. Rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. And my friends always want to let you know the different ways that you guys can be a part of the show. Uh, but also... On the show today, want to let you know, have you downloaded the free Odyssey app yet? A-U-D-A-C-Y. Search for and follow Offsides with Mark Ryan, then make sure you play a clip or two. If all of our hot-button topics, okay, uh, can be found in the Odyssey podcasts, in the Odyssey podcasts, um, and you can find them. They're all right there, and it also helps out the show. So do all of you guys listening have the Odyssey app downloaded to your phone? If so, if not, if so, great. If not, can you download the Odyssey app for us? A-U-D-A-C-Y. And when you put in the fan upstate, you'll see us right there. Not only will you see us right there, you're going to be like, man, this is sweet. I I, I wanted to hear what they said again right here. You can go back any place in the show, listen to it in real time. You can do that, my friends. And um, it'll be right there for you. It'll be right there for you. Podcasts, hours, individual things, guests, the whole nine yards. You can listen in wherever you would like. 844-326-3663 is the number to get to us on the show, and it is time for us to do that jam. We call it the top five at five, the top five biggest sports stories of the day, the top five topics we're discussing. Ladies and gentlemen of the Upstate Offsiders, the top five at five starts right now. And now, the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. Hit it. Five. All right, at number five, guys, my brain cannot comprehend that we lost the GOAT in college football, that we lost the GOAT in the NFL, that we lost the one of only three coaches to win a national championship in college football and a Super Bowl in the NFL. Only three. Jimmy Johnson, Pete Carroll, Barry Switzer. We lost only th- three. We lost all of them in 24 hours. My brain cannot comprehend this. So why is it that two went out on their own volition? Two went out uh, not not by their own hand, and one did. My opinion, quite honestly, as much as I, as open and honest as I can be, is that Bill Belichick refused to get with the times, refused to give up play calling duties, refused to give up uh, the GM t- uh, title, and you can't do everything well. 
Pete Carroll, defensive mind, thought, you know what, man, I can get by at the quarterback position. What's the problem, Pete? Your defense stinks and you're a defensive guy. Your offensive stinks, you're not great offensively. There's a problem there, right? Neither guy would evolve. Nick Saban evolved. Nick Saban didn't like the direction of college football. And my belief is the direction of college football is a big part of the reason he's hanging them up now. I mean, I think there was one final call or maybe one recruit enter the transfer portal without telling Nick. And St. Nick said, I'm done. I'm done. We just lost a five-star guy. I recruited him for three years, and he doesn't even tell me he's entering the transfer portal. I mean, I think things like that played into it. So he gets to walk out on his own power. Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick shown the pink slips. Could you ever envision a day where Bill Belichick did not get to leave his job on his own terms? How absurd is that? How totally crazy is that? Next up. Four. At number four today. How about how this affects the Carolina Panthers? Now, there are so many different openings available. Alabama, Michigan, Carolina, Washington, Seattle, New England, Atlanta, Tennessee, Las Vegas, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Every single one of those to a man, okay, every single one to a man could be valued as being a better job than the one Carolina has. Okay, every single one could be valued as being a better job than the one Carolina has open. Okay, um, and so I'm wondering, the other, the head coaches know this, they're aware of this, the candidates, where does this have Carolina falling to? How far down do they fall? I've got, as candidate rankings, Jim Harbaugh, Ben Johnson, Mike Vrabel, Bobby Slowick, Brian Callahan, Mike McDonald, Frank Smith, Bill Belichick, Raheem Morris, Dan Quinn, Dave Canales, and Todd Munkin. I have them all there, though. That's my list. Then you consider, would Coach Prime be available? What about Dabo Sweeney? Would he consider jumping to a different job or the NFL? Dan Lanning, Kalen DeBoer, Lane Kiffin, Mike Norvell. When you consider just how far down the list Carolina is going to be bumped, it's not a pretty scene. What is the best name they could hope for? You know, maybe Dave Tepper is the only one flirting with Bill Belichick right about now. Hi, Karumba. How about that? I'm telling you guys, Bill Belichick to the Carolina Panthers would be a disaster. That would be a disaster. Old school, new era, old coach, young team. What is Bill Belichick's five-year plan? What is the five-year plan there? Avoid retirement? What is it? Brutal. Next up. Three. How about letting you guys know about the upset pick challenge? How about the upset pick challenge? Uh, let us update you on where we are with that. The upset pick challenge. The top three were Dan B, E. Thoughty, and Joe D. Joe D won it all. Joe D, you have a choice. Dan B in third place gets a fan upstate hat or t-shirt. 
E. Thoughty in second place gets the option that you don't choose. You, sir, Joe D., have the choice of the following. You and I will go to an arcade in Simpsonville or a nearby arcade, uh, and we'll jam out on some games for a few hours. We'll hang out, get some beverages, get some grub. It's on me, my tab. We'll just hang out. I don't know if that's a present or a punishment. I have no idea. Uh, There's another prize you can choose from. It is the Grand Offsides Tour, where one day of your choosing, you can come to the studio at 2 p.m., an hour before the show. We will have lunch for you. You can observe final preparations of the show for Diesel and I. Then you can sit in on the show with us. I'll copy you on the show rundown. You'll do a whole show with us here in studio. I don't want to give the grand prize winner something that makes them uncomfortable. So that's why we say to the grand prize winner, you get your choice of which of those two prizes you'd like. The other one falls to second place. What do you think? What do you say? How about it, my friends? Next up. Two. At number two on the show today. You know, um, to me, one of the things that I'm I'm glad was averted was what would have happened to Oregon if Dan Lanning had taken the job at Alabama. It's so unfair for Oregon to be a feeder school, for Oregon to be a stepping stone job. That is so unbelievably unfair, right? That's a great school with a blossoming tradition, uh, with deep Nike wallets, right? And a chance to be great in the NIL era. You ask me, Mark, give me your top three schools that NIL benefits the most. Miami, Texas, and Oregon. USC would also be in the top five. Big markets, right, or tied to big companies. And yet you would have seen Chip Kelly leave the school for the NFL. Willie Taggart leave the school for Florida State. Mario Cristobal leave the school for Miami. And Dan Lanning leave the school for Alabama. The the, the school of Oregon deserves better than that. They really, really do. And finally, one at number one today, how about our tiers for Alabama's head coaches? Tier one would be Dan Lanning, who's already said he's not going. Dabo Sweeney, who I'd be shocked if he does go. Kalen DeBoer. I think he's my pick right now to be the next Alabama head coach. Or Lane Kiffin, who is Diesel's pick to be the next Alabama head coach. Tier two for me would be Mike Norvell, would be Coach Prime, would be Steve Sarkeesian, would be Urban Meyer. All four of these guys come with some sort of red flag. Mike Norvell hasn't done it for long enough, hasn't had great recruiting classes until this year. That's somewhat of a misnomer, right? Misunderstanding because he does so well in the transfer portal. But the transfer portal has been a garnish for a roster. It hasn't been able to be the roster for a national championship winning team. Coach Prime, what's the red flag there? Just, I don't know, wandering eye. If he was to take that job, it means he'd he jump ship really easily. Steve Sarkeesian, 
has his own personal demons from the past. Plus, he's already at an A-level program. Why would he leave? Urban Meyer, you don't need me to tell you. Some questionable practices. Always burns out in five years or less. Age has already retired. That's tier two. Tier three is anyone not on tier one or tier two and features potential names like Billy Napier, Pat Shermer, Marcus Freeman, Derek Dooley, Sharon Moore, Glenn Shulman, and Dan Mullen. I think you'd have to consider it a major swing and a miss for Alabama if they end up anywhere around there. And those are today's top five at five. Now it's your chance to chime in, which you can do at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. The text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word FAN and away you go. You can get to us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube. At the Fan Upstate on everyone, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to us on YouTube. And finally, email. You guys can all email the show. It's Mark Ryan, M-A-R-C Ryan, at thefanupstate.com, all the different ways. You can get in touch with us here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. So how about the most epic Nick Saban rants of all time? We just might have a couple of those for you, and we just might share them with you next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate rolling on. Until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us. We've asked for your predictions uh, as to who is going to be Alabama's next head coach. Mine is Kalen DeBoer. Uh, Diesel's is Lane Kiffin. Aaron Boyce says anyone but Dabo. At Touchdown FSU says Dabo. Uh, SM. HJ88 says Mike Norvell. Jason Martinez says Mike Norvell. Diesel, who is Joey Freshwater? That sounds like a name you would know from a movie. Somebody said Joey Freshwater. I have no idea what that means. Southpaw says legends don't follow legends. That's why Dabo won't be going there. Joey Freshwater was an alleged Lane Kiffin alias. Oh, <laughs> I don't know where they believe that he might have used this alias. Let me let me let me read a little bit here. OK, so like the Joey Freshwater would be like Tim Tebow gets suspended from a game. Well, that's not even a joke. Tim Tebow doesn't get suspended from games. But then he magically reappears to uh, Diesel as Jim Jebo, right? Magically reappears. 
with the mustache and the and the nose glasses and all that stuff. Okay, so allegedly Lane would go to like Tuscaloosa area bars and go by the alias Joey Freshwater instead of, you know, saying, hey, I'm Lane Kiffin. Uh, says the rumor has never come close to being confirmed, but it's caught on as a fun internet thing. Wow. Uh, the Grant Reed says DeBoer seems to be the popular pick. I think D'Amico Ryans gets a call after Houston is bounced this weekend. D'Amico Ryans played mm. at Alabama. Uh, interesting opinion there. Bland Dot. Blanded Dot says DeBoer. Michael Norris says Mike Price finally gets his shot. Mike Price already got his shot. He blew his shot, remember? Jamaican Bacon says Dabo. E. Spurge says Kalen DeBoer. J.D. Wyatt says Lane Kiffin. SMHR says Lane Kiffin. Sean Bow says DeBoer. Hay says Forrest Gump. Uh, John from New York City says anyone but Dabo, please. Micah says either Norvell or Tennessee's head coach. Del Schaefer says Dabo. Hanko Meyer says Timothy Tebow. Cliff Kingsbury, Kalen DeBoer, Jimbo Fisher. Billy Napier will get it and we'll give Scott Strickland for free to drive him. That's a deal. No buyouts. We waive them. <laughs> One bad knoll says Willie Taggart. Jason says Mike Norvell. Jason Smith says Lorne Armstrong or Dustin McFeetridge, and I have no idea what either of those mean. Putting Green says Ryan Day, and Bruce Sheely says Dabo. If crying and whining for the position will, in fact, get you anywhere. Not good. No bueno. All right, my friends. Now, of course, Dabo has, I mean, not Dabo. Of course, none other. Then Nick Saban has been involved in some epic moments all time. Okay, of course he has. What would you say uh, if we shared with you a couple of Nick Saban's famous rants? Now, you might think I know what these are, and the answer is I don't at all. I don't know what these are. I don't know what these are about. Diesel has them listed Nick Saban famous rant number one, and Nick Saban famous rant number two. It's rants plural. Rants so each plural. one has plural rants. Oh, okay. So, guys, before we play these, can you hit us with your favorite favorite Nick Saban rants? The one that immediately comes to mind to me, Mariah Taylor, uh, ESPN. Uh, I'm not going to answer that, so quit asking. Right, like he went nuts on that in uh, in the middle of live TV. He's gone off on really poor and unsuspecting reporters. He is a dude that you can get on the exact wrong day, and if you get him on the wrong day, I feel sorry for you. What else would you guys say would be included in one of the all-time epics? Oh, Lauren Armstrong and Dustin McFeetridge. Are two guys caught by Chris Hansen in To Catch a Predator? <laughs> I used oh, to no. love that show. Mike Oxmall will be the next head coach. Oh, who are the? What? Come who's on. that? Who's that? Oh. Read it slower. <laughs> he got me. He got me. He got me. That's great. Uh, there is a culture, you got and I me, love sir. this. There's a culture of people on the Peloton app trying to get 
the really hot female hosts to say dirty sounding names. And it's so funny. Like they they are they're all they all have their antennas up at all times, but they read them anyway, and they're like, No, no, you got me. <laughs> Screw you. He got me. You got me. Like you got me. And and also it's a true statement, but you you also got me. You also got me. So I I uh, I don't know how you did that. I've typically been really good at you there was a bunch of weird names coming in. You got me. Guilty as charged. Not a not a damn thing I can do about it right now. Wouldn't be the first time on this show that I probably said something I shouldn't have that was heard by people. Okay? Probably wasn't the first time. Uh might not be the last. That's how it, the show's called Offsides, folks. It's Offsides. We're a little left of center, if you know what I mean. All right, 844-326-3663 is the number to uh, to get to us on the show. And, of course, that number is part of the renewal by Anderson of the Carolinas fan phone. I think this texter should get a chance to host a segment of this show. Because they got the one me? they got you. Because they got me? If you're up for it. <laughs> if you are up for it, there but you, you go. have to host the show as Mike giving it a long pause. Oxmall. There you go. There you go. That works. That works. So Diesel, uh, we've got Grant and Five Forks hosting a segment tomorrow. We do. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, are you going to do a little something special for him? I'm going to try. I tried to. Uh, I tried to open the session earlier. Yeah. To find the find the the pre prepared session. And it was corrupted. It wouldn't open. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it or not. I'll uh, try. Okay. Uh, do we have that blank music file anywhere? If it's just blank and we can do his intro? No. Okay. Oh, we so, don't. So every music. It's all mi- it was all yeah. mixed together. And I okay. had to do. I remember having to do some wizardry to be able to cut your name out of it. And I don't remember what I did. And I don't know if I can still access it. Okay. I got you. Well, uh, what time do we want him on, Diesel? He's on at 4.45. He's already confirmed So that. 4.45. So we want him to do from 4.45 to maybe 4.50? Yeah. Tomorrow? Okay. Okay. Grant and Five Forks, are you ready, my friend? Are you ready to host the most interactive sports talk show anywhere? Today, a little bit more interactive than, than maybe some folks even, even realized. 71307 on the text line is where you can get to us on the show. Here we go. Nick Saban famous rants montage number one. Let's vote as to which montage here is better. What do you say? Between montage one, montage two, what are the uh, Nick Saban meltdowns that you have to have in a montage just like this one? Texter says, hey, Mark, give the next coach to follow Nick Saban to fail He's trying to get me to say something, and I'm not going to do it, Diesel. I'm not going to do it. I don't even know if this is a bad name, but I don't trust anything anymore. Okay? When I see a name I don't know, I think somebody's trying to get me fired. And I've already done enough to try to do that myself today. I don't need to, I don't need any more help from you guys. Here is Nick Saban, Epic Rants monologue number one. You know, everybody gets all excited about the beginning of the season. You know, you get excited about getting married. All right, but after you're married for a while, you know, you got to have a process to make it work. All right, and no matter what happens, we need to have a process to make it work in every game that we play. You just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we another player. 
I, and everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. Because we have a tendency to think that way around here instead of just kicking people's ass like you're supposed to and working to do it. All right. So when you ask me those kind of questions, it really pisses me off. I know you would like to some kind of way extract something out of this bottle. All right. That's not there. It's not there. You all speculate and create things and then you want people to respond to it. Get this bottle to respond to it because I don't know anything more than that. Can't assume anything. I don't even know what you asked me, but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> uh, we should have a Nick Salmon I drinking game. Yeah, yeah, we should. Now, part of that, uh, part of it, I, I'm not down with anybody being a jerk to somebody else. I'm not down with that. Okay, I'm not down when Nick Saban just attacks somebody for no reason. And then the local Homer reporters start cackling like the sycophants they are just so they can get better access. I'm not down with that. Okay, sometimes Nick Saban is a jerk to people. Okay, guys, true story. Um, I went to uh, this was Christmas Eve. I went to Second Chance Church. You guys ever heard of that? It's in Anderson. And they got a pastor there, Pastor P, Pastor Perry is his name. And when Angela and I go to church, we either go to Second Chance Church and, or we go to Brookwood. And my buddy uh, Oculus is at the uh, Brookwood Church, right? So we go to one of those two. Second Chance Church, I wanted my parents to experience that. That is a unique experience, man. I mean, that is these are like that if if church ever was non-politically correct that is that church you know it is the and it's wildly entertaining and as part of his sermon pastor perry said the following and i want you guys to tell me whether this is true or false and you are not allowed to shoot the messenger a pastor said this okay so if you attack him you're going to hell all right but uh, he said diesel that all men are jerks and it's just a matter of how much of a jerk level you have and whether your lady can handle your level of jerk. Then he said, all women are crazy. Okay? He said, all women are crazy. And he said, it's just a matter of, as a guy, whether you can handle the level of crazy that your woman is. Well, we all remember the Universal Hot Crazy Matrix, which was a fantastic video that went, went massively viral a few years ago. You remember that one? No. Oh man. No, I don't. I don't. It, well, tell me more. Uh, it's a it's a guy who's do. It looks like he's teaching like math class, and he looks like he's teaching angles in math class. So he's got he's got a chart, and on the x axis you've got hotness, and on the y axis you've got crazy. <laughs> and so he's like he's drawing these graphs here that says, all right, if she's below a four crazy and above a seven hot. That's the dateable zone. If she's above an eight hot and below a six crazy, <laughs> that's the Mary zone. If she's above a ten crazy, that those are the ones you sleep with but don't tell your friends about. What is, Diesel, the highest level of crazy scale of one to ten that you have dated? Oh, man. Well, in the grand scheme, like crazy is – a ten-level crazy is like uh, – uh, uh, damaging your property after you break up it's uh it's trying to essentially burn your life down after you break up yeah. i don't think i've ever dated a 10 i've I dated have. a solid i dated a solid 7 on the crazy what scale what did she do 
uh, she might be listening, so I'm not gonna oh. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. She's around. Okay. Okay. So so your seven was around. Okay, Diesel. Okay, she got pregnant by my former intern. <laughs> I can understand why you wouldn't want to admit that now. Yeah. Well, now we have multiple things to erase today. There, there we go. <laughs> uh, Diesel, um, true story, okay? Uh, I had a 10-level crazy. This, mm-hmm. by what you just told me, would make her a 10-level crazy. Yeah. Okay? Um, she told me that she was leaving. We lived together, okay? She told me she was leaving. And um, I didn't want the relationship to end. So like two months goes by and I'm like, screw this. I'm going to start talking to other people because we're broken up and she's leaving anyway. Okay. I don't know. Maybe not the smartest thing to do. She she was still living under the roof with me, but we were sleeping in separate beds and we were not dating anymore. And I'm like, this is her decision. Why do I have to? Now you're just roommates. Right. We're just roommates. So I said, I'm going to start talking to somebody. I didn't bring anyone back there. Okay, but there was another girl in our complex I started talking to. I didn't know this girl was going to do this, Diesel. She bought, brought cookies and left them at the front door with a note. Uh, well, guess who found the cookies first? Okay? It wasn't me. Oh, that's not good. It wasn't me. That's not I good. Didn't, I didn't find the cookies first. So um, she finds the cookies when I'm going to do a show. Okay? And mm. I'm about to start doing the show, Diesel, and this is circa 2013 Atlanta. And I had a, a phone that wasn't as nice as this one. And it was the kind of phone that it starts vibrating off of the table while <laughs> I'm hosting the show. And what had happened was, because of that, she went into my room, turned on my computer, went onto my Facebook diesel, and sent a nastygram about me to my whole Facebook from my account. Okay? Yeah. From my account. Yeah, that's rough. Then she took all of my clothes and threw them out on the front lawn of the apartment complex. And, like, I'm getting messages about all of this <laughs> while I'm supposed to host a radio show. And I remember calling my mom and dad during a commercial break, and I'm like, do I leave? Like, what do I do? They're like, you just got to, like, suck it up and get through the four hours. You know? <laughs> I get home, Diesel. Every, all things are to hell in a handbasket. All my clothes are on the grass. And she's just sitting there in the place, and I'm like, well, hello to you too. <laughs> you can't you. bring it all back in because you're then you have no reason to believe she won't do it all over again. But is that a ten level of crazy? Would yeah, that's a that's ten <laughs> level crazy. That's a ten. That's that's up there. Well, yeah, that's, that's real that high. Is, uh, not a not a fun experience for yours truly. If you ask me, what is my all time least favorite show that I've ever done in radio? That was it. That was it. Well, on that on that uh, ten one to ten scale, crazy. How crazy is insinuating? that a talk show host could be on the Epstein client list. <laughs> By the way, what did Charles Barkley say about well, what he would do to if Aaron Rodgers said his name was on, was on the Epstein client list? Here's Charles. Yeah, Some maybe. people say that Aaron Rodgers crossed the line with Jimmy Kimmel. 100%. If Jimmy Kimmel had said that about you, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers had said that about you, implied that you had been on the Epstein list, how would you handle that? I'd have punched him in the face. What do you mean, punch him in the face? You know what the hell punch him in the face means? <laughs> like, I think that when you're in the limelight, people get to say things about you that goes with the territory. But mm-hmm. 
that when you start comparing people and saying you're hanging out with pedophiles and yeah. people hanging having sex with underage girls, dangerous allegations. That, yeah. That's dangerous. But man. Jimmy has responded. I like how Jimmy. I love how Jimmy yeah. responded. But like, listen, I, I don't know Aaron Rodgers. He's always been cordial. I said hello to him a couple times. Mm -hmm. But like I say, you can make fun of celebrities. That yes. goes with our territory. Yes. But like. That's that's slander. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When yeah. you say people like, well, he hangs out with pedophiles and people having sex with unaged girls, I would just I know again. But we, you mean metaphorically? You would punch him in the face? No, I meant rhetorically. Whatever the hell. I, I, see, she got me using big words. See these nothing. Hey, I don't even know what those words mean. Rhetorical, metaphorically. You don't mean to. No, I don't even know what they mean. Rhetorical, metaphorically. No, I don't even know what those words mean. Hell yeah, I punch him in the face. Hey, uh, I know. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Uh, we, never, we never played the second Nick Saban rant let's audio. Get, let's get to it. So Nick this Saban's, is part two. Yeah. You do what everybody else in the media does, just create some and throw it on the wall and see what sticks, which is what I see happening everywhere. Why, why don't you start calling around and see if you can get somebody else to play us, and we'll play them. I, we'll play anybody you can get to play us. You know, all that stuff you write about how good we are and all that stuff they hear on ESPN, it's like poison. You know what I mean? It's like taking poison. Like rat poison. So we're going to play everybody who can expedite winning the game. That's what that's what we're going to do. So I don't think anybody should expect us to do anything else. Do you guys take math? Do you have math class? Don't. don't can you, did you learn how to add when you did have math class? Like twenty-two and three make twenty-five. I mean, if I could tell you why you asked that question, I hell I wouldn't be up here. Right. I mean, so how do I know why we didn't practice good on Wednesday? Now, y'all scared to ask another question? <laughs> I, I, I love that Nick knows that he can be a jerk. So he knows occasionally to, to back it up and, and make fun of himself. Like he, he knows when he steps, oversteps the line, but that's not going to stop him from overstepping the line. There's no consequences for him. Of course not. None. Whenever you have unchecked power, you have abuse of power. Diesel and I will play Truth Serum, my friends, and we will do it next right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate. Time to do a little ditty we call Truth Serum, where we give you four options, and you guys tell us which of the four is most likely to be proven true over time. Truth Serum starts right now. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You know what? You're right. This isn't Truth Serum. Because I don't feel anything. That was a lie. I do feel something. This is Truth Serum! Diesel, this is right up our alley. Guys, you are so dirty. This is a family show. Eyes up here, please. Eyes up here. The Irrelevant Bowl, Diesel. Have you heard of this? I have. Uh, it's by the same guys who promote Mr. Irrelevant. And they want to have a bowl with the two worst teams in college football. <laughs> I think this this game has less than a 0% chance of ever being played. Of course. But it's really insulting. It is really insulting, but it's fascinating. This year, the Irrelevant Bowl would be between Akron and Vanderbilt. One was 2-10, and 10, one was 1-11. and 11. So truth serum number one is the Irrelevant Bowl will one day be played. Number two, both major Palmetto State head coaches, Dabo Sweeney, Shane Beamer, will be on the hot seat this time in 2025. January 2025, Diesel will be saying, 
Davos seat is warm. Beamer's seat is warm. That's where we'll be this time next year. Number three, Alabama will not have a coach in place by this time next week. And number four, Carolina's choice of head coach, the guy they land, will impress you. Hmm. Which of the four is most likely to be true over time? Well, to say that both Dabo and Shane's jobs will be, uh, seats will be hot by this time in 2025 would imply that both of them make it out of the 2024 season and then a few weeks past the end of the regular season. Uh, I don't think we get there, honestly. I don't think Shane Beamer. Really? I don't think Shane Beamer sees this time next year wow. as the Alabama, or excuse me, as the South Carolina head coach. He's got four baked in wins. Four baked in wins. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's nothing that says she's going to win all four of those games. <laughs> there's nothing that says Shane oh, Beamer's wow. going to win all four of those games. Beamer's uh, Diesel saying at least in January of 2024 that Beamer does not see 2025. Yeah. I mean, I, I think to me, D- Diesel, it's pretty much a given that both will be the coach of their respective schools in 2025. But I do think there's a shot that both will be on the hot seat in 2025. So I'm going to say the following. I think that is most likely. Both are both have warm seats, hot seats, heading into 2025. I think Beamer is going to be somewhere five and seven or six and six. And I don't think that's going to get him off the hot seat. And I think Dabo, there's a chance he misses a 12-team playoff. And when you miss a 12-team playoff at Clemson, there's no more excuse for you. Okay? Like, you got to go 11-1 and one to know you're in. 10-2, and two, you're probably in. 9-3 and three in the ACC, you're definitively out. That is my answer. I think that's the one most likely to be true over time. Diesel, what do you say? Number one, a name from outside of your tier two will get the Alabama job. So a name we absolutely don't expect. Okay. Number two, Nick Saban will not become a mainstay television college football pundit. We all think he'd be fantastic at it. Anytime he's on TV, he's good, but he won't do it. Number three, all five group of five commissioners will capitulate and sign on to the five plus seven playoff model. And number four, Aaron Rodgers will effectively shut out all of the distractions and focus just on football. What do you mean by that last one? Well, remember we had the audio earlier this week where he said, Anything that is not pointed towards us playing winning football, we need to cut it out of our lives. And I haven't confirmed this. I think you said it yesterday on the show. Help me out with this. But Pat McAfee has announced that Aaron Rodgers is not coming on his show anymore. And he was on today. And he was on today. Yeah. So we'll see. But I'm going to say that this situation with Jimmy Kimmel teaches Aaron a lesson. And he, he actually follows his own directive 
and says anything that is not directly involved in helping us win football games is a distraction, and we need to cut that stuff out. So number one, a name out from outside your tier two gets the Alabama job. Number two, Nick Saban does not go on television. Number three, all five group of five commissioners will capitulate and sign on to the five plus seven model. And number four, Aaron Rodgers learns his lesson. Diesel, I'm going to ask if you've been served today uh, for you to think number four would ever happen. Aaron Rodgers, whatever. I'll have one of what Diesel said today. Uh, Diesel, it's going to be number three. It's going to be that they're going to capitulate and they're going to do the five plus seven. And I think that's they didn't do it right now, but the feeling is it's only a matter of time before they do. So that that's my feeling. Yeah, that's de- that's a depressing thought because I, I I understand they feel like they're in a prisoner's dilemma. It would be Judy Rose from Conference USA, uh, but Mike Mike Oresco stepped down, right? So I think Confer- uh, the American has a new new commissioner. It'd be Keith Gill from the Sun Belt. Um, I know that they feel like they have to give the Power Five conferences or the Power Four now what they want to be able to retain some sort of a seat at the table. But at the same time, man, that's a lot of games on your schedule. That's a lot of games on your, a lot of, a lot of, as far as the power four are concerned, easy wins on your schedule. Do they really want to give that up? The question is how badly do the power four need the group of five and it seems like the G5 commissioners may be terrified that they're going to say, we don't need you at all. What do you guys think? Which of the four each set most likely to be proven true over time? My friends, we've got the six o'clock hour coming your way next. What do you guys make of the Dabo Sweeney link to the Alabama opening? That's next here on Offsides, the fan upstate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 